The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. The Trump administration trying to support voices of dissent in Iran following the downing of a Ukrainian civilian airliner. Administration officials have made the rounds on the Sunday TV shows uh, to suggest the Islamic Republic is under internal threat after Tehran denied, then admitted its role in the shootdown. White House National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien tells ABC's This Week, Iran's leaders have had a very bad week. This is a regime that's reeling from maximum pressure. They're reeling from their uh, incompetence in this situation. And, and the people of Iran are, are just fed up with it. A seven-year-old girl dead and her four-year-old brother is missing after they and their father were swept into the ocean on the Oregon coast amid a high surf warning. Authorities say the father was holding the two children when a wave swept all three into the water. More details at srnnews.com. Hugh Hewitt lays out the facts on the assassination of an Iranian military leader. The Iranians had ordered an attack on an American base that killed one American wounded four. Then the Iranians ordered the American embassy attack. Then Donald Trump ordered Soleimani killed. It was taking out a combatant engaged in organizing attacks against Americans. He was a combatant. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. With the Patriot Half-Off Deals Program, you can save 50% or more on great products and services right here in the Twin Cities. Just visit am1280thepatriot.com and click on the Half-Off Deals icon or call 651-405-8800. Just past 4 o'clock here in the Twin Cities Sunday afternoon, let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. We got snow coming, we'll reach a high of 21, and we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next right here on the Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Hi, this is Al Malmberg inviting you to join us on the World of Aviation each Sunday morning at 10.05, right here on 1280 The Patriot, as we talk with those who have had incredible life stories in aviation, like Jessica Cox, who was born without arms, but went on to become a pilot and black belt in taekwondo, and Gordy Lewis, who began flying when most people are retiring. Gordy started flying at the age of 67. That's every Sunday at 10.05 a.m., right here on 1280 The Patriot. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800 500 84 With the cold weather upon us, it's time to look at the bright side of winter for homeowners. 
Did you know this is the best time of year to get quotes on window replacements? Contractors are very motivated during the slower time of year, and the prices reflect that. It's also the perfect time to examine your windows with a heat gun to see which ones are the worst if you only want to replace a few. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As you may already know, this is the only free service of its kind. I'll stop by with the heat gun when we measure your windows, and I'll email you competitive installed window quotes from multiple local contractors. Whether you're looking for major brands like Anderson and Marvin or local Minnesota vinyl brands, we'll come up with the best options for your house during our one-hour meeting. Normally, you would need to sit through nine hours of high-pressure dog and pony shows to get that many quotes. Let me do the legwork for you since I know where to get the best quality at the best prices. If you decide to move forward, I'll be there to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, installs are done all winter long. Set up an appointment online at My3Quotes. That's the number three, My3Quotes. Millions open a My Social Security account so they can prepare for retirement. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. The following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. It's 4 o'clock Sunday, and what does that mean? It means it is the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour. I am Andrew Parker. And every Sunday, we talk politics, Israel, and the law at this hour. This Sunday, no difference. We are very fortunate this week. Make sure you stay tuned as Congressman Eric Paulson will be with us on the other side of the upcoming break. And we're going to talk about issues of the day, thoughts on political polarization, thoughts uh, about the cynicism that has been in politics for quite some time, but has reached a level that is really, quite frankly, dangerous. And beyond that, the polarization has clearly reached a level and peaked to the point of causing our government really not to work. Is there any respect and civility left? And I decided to go to a member of Congress of uh, recent days as he served for a decade until recently being defeated by Dean Phillips in the 3rd Congressional District. And he was respectful and civil across the board during his entire time in Congress. And I think few would argue otherwise. I want to hear what uh, Congressman Paulson might be able to teach those currently in office, in large part because of districts that are safe and they feel they, what, no longer need to be civil and respectful with those who disagree with them. It is not what a vast majority 
of Americans want. Whether you are a Trump supporter or not, both sides of that equation. And by the way, the polarization didn't just start with Donald Trump, although it has become ridiculous and beyond anything that has ever been seen in U.S. history. Dating back to some of the worst such polarization, when Abraham Lincoln was president. You know, every week, as I say, on the Victory Hour, we talk politics, Israel, and the law. And we try to have a foundation of just simply smart, plain talk. And why do we call it the Victory Hour? You ask, what is our aim? I can answer in one word. Victory. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. For without victory there is no survival. Let that be realized. Let that be realized. And this past week, the actions taken by Donald J. Trump, those words spoken by Winston Churchill, were ringing in my ears. Victory in the face of terror. And that's what we're talking about. Iran, as the leading hegemon of terror across the entire globe, didn't just happen yesterday. And finally, after six presidents... The paradigm of what we face has changed. It is now shifted. Listen, for the past 40-odd years, since the Carter administration, since the attack on the U.S. Embassy and the takeover by the Ayatollah Khomeini, not by the students including Ahmadinejad that climbed the wall and fence of the U.S. Embassy. But they were led by the Ayatollah Khomeini, despite his denials of such. And the Ayatollahs took over the country of Iran, killed many of their own, tortured and threatened many others, And the citizens of Iran have lived in fear ever since. Not all of them, for sure. But I guarantee you, those protesting in the streets today have. This is about the Iranian regime. The hate-filled, hegemonic, terrorist Iranian regime. And the narratives that have guided American Middle East policy as it relates to Iran, and by the way, as it relates to the state of Israel, both were invented by the Carter administration. They were bull when they were invented, and they have continued to be such ever since. But Republican and Democrat president alike have not shifted from this policy. 
But Donald J. Trump has rejected and dis- disavowed both policies since he's come into office. And his opponents, ignoring reality, are quite upset about it. Claiming this is unprecedented. Yeah, yeah, it, it is unprecedented to stand up to terrorist regimes. The unequivocal leader of terror that is exported around the world, the unequivocal foundation of instability in the Middle East, and that is the government of Iran, now has someone that is saying, your time is over. You change or you will be done. And Soleimani was not changing. No, he had just completed a mission killing and injuring Americans. He had just led the attack on American soil, the U.S. Embassy in Iraq. And he was planning another attack. And this is after he had attacked U.S. military for years in Iraq as the leader of the Quds Force of Iran. He was a a military combatant, a terrorist. He wasn't a government official or a military government official. As many would have us believe. In the media. No, no, he wasn't that at all. Iranian appeasement is over. And let me read for you from the president's speech, which, you know, I'm watching uh, the mainstream media news broadcasts about this speech. And it's like, it's like doublespeak. It's, it's uh, George Orwellian. He he didn't say the things they claimed. The speech was outstanding. And what he did say, quoting now, for far too long, all the way back to 1979, our good friend Jimmy Carter, to be exact, nations have tolerated Iran's destructive and destabilizing behavior in the Middle East and beyond. Those days are over. Quoting now the president. Iran has been the leading sponsor of terrorism, and their pursuit of nuclear weapons threatens the civilized world. We will never let that happen. Again, I underscore, those days are over. He then went on to say, Last week we took decisive action to stop a ruthless terrorist for threatening American lives. At my direction, the United States military eliminated the world's top terrorist, Qasem Soleimani. As the head of the Quds Force, Soleimani was personally responsible for some of the absolutely, the the worst of atrocities. He trained terrorist armies, and he cites Hezbollah and many others in this speech. And in recent days, he was planning new attacks on American targets. The president then said, as we continue to evaluate options in response to Iranian aggression... The United States will immediately impose additional punishing economic sanctions on the Iranian regime. 
This president is not done with Iran until they change. He says, quote, these powerful sanctions will remain until Iran changes its behavior. And that should be American policy. Forty years of allowing Iran to continue unbridled. And in fact, under Barack Obama, the worst of all the presidents during that time, it was assisted, not just unbridled, it was assisted with the Iran deal. An Iran deal that guaranteed Iran nuclear weapons if they so chose some years down the road. It paved the path for them. It had no inspections in the meantime of any real value. And it gave them $150 billion for the IRGC and the Quds Force. When we get back, we're going we're gonna to talk about what John Kerry, he would have been the, yes, he was, the Democratic presidential nominee just a few years ago. John, yeah, that John Kerry. We're going to talk about what he said on Face the Nation this morning. I mean, you just can't make it up. But it's about time we have someone in the White House. And listen, whether you support Donald Trump or you don't like Donald Trump, whether you think he is a womanizer, misogynistic, bigot, racist or not, I'm talking about his policy in the Middle East. Completely pro-Israel, not equivocal, allowing space in between, and completely anti-Iran in clear terms, until they change. It's their choice. We're going to talk more about that, but you know what? You make sure to stay with us about civility and respect, because on the other side of the break, we're going to be joined by Eric Paulson, congressman of 10 years of the 3rd Congressional District. Yes, civility is what that district has always been about with Bill Frenzel. Jim Ramstead, Eric Paulson, decades of representation, all some of the best. Listen to Par- or, uh, go to parkerdk.com while we're on this quick break. And when we get back, we'll be joined, as I say, by Eric Paulson. Stay with us. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. 
Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's BAG11 to 88988. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. Two plus two makes four, most of the time. But if you're looking at the mainstream media and they're talking about Donald Trump, or if they're talking about Iran policy, two plus two does not make four. That's enough. Put down the mic. You are a rude, terrible person. That's exactly right. No longer do we rally around taking out people that kill Americans who have spent their life dedicated on killing Americans. No, we don't rally behind taking them out like we did when Osama bin Laden was taken out. No, we we don't do that. We start to do retrospectives on the man's life and his two beautiful kids. And uh, I mean... This man was, Qasem Soleimani was a terrorist. He was a murderer. And this didn't just happen and, and, and uh, appear yesterday. Just in recent months, Iran seized ships in inter- international waters, filed, fired a, an unprovoked strike on Saudi Arabia, as you recall, shot down two U.S. drones. And that, that doesn't even mention the thousands that were murdered or maimed at the direct order of this man. Thousands of Americans murdered or maimed. And, and we're arguing over this? It's, it's wrong. It is absolutely wrong. 
If our government cannot defend us in that way, what are they doing? It's the number one responsibility of any government. And this old wringing of the hands, oh, it's World War III, it's World War You know what? When we moved the embassy, they said it was going to be World War III. Who can believe them anymore? So I told you uh, we were going, you know, did you see John Kerry this morning on Face the Nation? It was, as I wrote to a, you know, my close friend, uh, it was astounding and nothing short of it. He says, well, the $150 billion that we gave to Iran, the vast majority was to help the Iranian economy. First off, that's bull. You know, the the Iranian economy is in shambles because it wasn't used for that purpose. And by the way, even if the vast majority was used, let's say $100 billion, that would be the vast majority. $50 billion goes toward their terrorist activities, pumping up Hezbollah and Hamas and the IRGC and the Quds Force, controlled by Qassam Soleimani. There is no question to kill Americans. This is what John Kerry is saying. As as, uh, (laughs) James uh, Toronto says, the haughty French-looking Massachusetts Democrat, who, by the way, served in Vietnam. That's his reference to John Kerry. And you know what? Before I bring on Eric Paulson, which I'm, I'm going to do in just a second, I just have to say, the Democratic Party, this guy is such a fool. And, you know, I hate to say it, but he just is. For him to be out there espousing this bull about the Iran deal, it it has now been shown unequivocally it was a failure, a colossal failure and a danger to the United States. You are talking about the nonsensical ravings of a lunatic mind. Indeed. So he was the Democratic nominee for president. And by the way, the Democratic Party is looking very seriously at now nominating Bernie Sanders. I mean, do you, you got to pinch yourself. Take a step back for a minute. Bernie Sanders 30 years a congressman and a senator, and nobody knows what he ever did because he was viewed as such a fool that that nobody paid attention. They now, he, he he is like carrying the wake of the entire party, or at least a lot of it. It's crazy. Times are crazy. Of course, who would have thought Donald Trump would be president of the United States? Times are crazy. But we're going to bring on someone to the show to bring some civility and respect, God willing, uh, not just to the show, but, but to our uh, discourse. And that is uh, my good friend and, frankly, one of the most respectful and civil and public policy matters and has been consistently, regardless of the attacks that have come his way throughout his political career, and that is... Third District Congressman of, geez, just uh, a year and a little ago, Congressman Eric Paulson. Eric, thanks so much for joining us on the Victory Hour. Andy, great to be with you today. 
Well, I will tell you, there are a few things to talk about in the news, Eric. I mean, you may leave, but you can't get away. It is, uh, it is difficult. I, you know, I want to start just kind of from 30,000 feet and get your perspective. You were in it. You were in the milieu. You were in the hurly-burly out in D.C., and you were there, you know, more than a decade ago, all the way up to very recently. So you have seen this evolution. Can you describe it for us as to how did we get here? <laughs> Well, you know, there's, there's a lot going on in the world today, let alone in the United States. And um, uh, I never thought, actually, Andy, that um, you, you, looking back even just a year ago, that, you know, Congress or, or, or with the involvement of the media could become more polarized uh, than it had been uh, yeah. during my final uh, years in Congress. So it's, it actually is pretty amazing. And, and the parties, you know, kind of differentiating themselves more to the left or to the right. You know, you talked about Bernie Sanders, for instance. It's amazing to me that a socialist, uh, uh, professed socialist, could potentially be the nominee of the Democrat Party coming up. But it, it really could happen. Yeah, I mean, he's he's now on the latest poll leading in Iowa, Iowa. I mean, we're not talking about New Hampshire next to where he is. Right. It's it's uh, it's amazing. Really is amazing. So this polarization. What did you experience when you were in Congress? Give us a little bit of uh, a look behind the curtain in terms of, uh, you know, how. Members of Congress across the aisle from one another can get along, have gotten along, and how that has broken down just on a day-to-day kind of collegiality basis. Yeah, you know, look, I mean, when I was serving, I had the pleasure, and I'm very grateful for having that honor to serve, following in you know, Bill Frenzel and Jim Ramstead's footsteps, is that, uh, and they, they taught me well, you work with folks on the other side of the aisle in knowing you're not going to agree, and you don't have to deviate from your own principles, but you have an opportunity to move the goal, you know, the ball towards the goalposts and get some important issues done. I was able to do that in some areas in health care and on human trafficking. Yes, you um, were. And built a good re- yeah, built a good record around that. But, you know, I think those those accomplishments today among average members are very few and far between because a lot of them just engage in hyperbole on cable television or social media interaction, which tends to even be more of living in a bubble as opposed to um, opening the door and actually working you know, with some of your colleagues to get a few things done. So it, 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 it is a challenge these days. Um, and it, it, it's not only, you know, it's some of the domestic issues – that are important to our country. I'm very grateful that we passed tax reform, for instance. I mean, who would have thought we'd have such a roaring economy with wages actually increasing uh, for folks, even at the, especially at the lower end of the spectrum right now, which is really important for those folks uh, versus um, some of the challenges we have uh, overseas right now with foreign policy. I, I remember I was a big critic of, of the Iran nuclear agreement. and, And I'm very thankful that the president tore that up and moved in another direction and you know senator Kerry was 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 very prolific in 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 advocating for that agreement at his time and tenure as, as secretary of state and he wrote the that. darn thing practically right that's right yeah you know eric very uh telling comments and it, we're gonna take a quick break here and uh, i know you'll be able to stay with us on the other side and i'm going to ask you about who were some of the members on the other side of the aisle that that even uh, several years ago you were able to work with even then. Uh, 
and and maybe tell a couple stories about ways in which we were able to get things done in a bit of a more civil manner, even though it was polarized then. But it's now become sure. ridiculous. You make sure to stay with us on the Victory Hour as we're joined by Congressman uh, Eric Paulson, who represented the 3rd Congressional District for a full decade and can tell us about uh, a little bit about days gone by and not that far distant past uh, and how we might learn from those, uh, those days. We're going to also talk to Eric about what he's doing today. You know, while we're on this break... Go to ParkerDK.com, where you will find what is often referred to as an award-winning website, Yes Indeed, talking about wise counsel and winning results, and that is Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm downtown uh, Minneapolis. And we'll be right back with Eric Paulson and talk a little bit more about civility and respect, and we'll also probably talk a little more about Iran and Israel. We'll be right back. Just let go of your shoulders, honey. Ooh. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. I had never been a trader. I hadn't even really studied a whole lot. And so I was, I was brand new to this. My name's Sam. I'm a student with OTA. Tell me why you decided to take classes from Online Trading Academy. I just was kind of at a crossroads. I wanted to uh, look for my next business opportunity, and uh, financial markets had always just kind of appealed to me. Actually, what's nice about everything here with OTA, they can teach you to trade with very small amounts of money uh, and really build everything up from the ground floor. So you really don't need a lot of money to get going with this. Really amazing instructors. How has Online Trading Academy changed your life? I'm a little bit more in control of my destiny going forward. I'm not quite as worried about contract to contract to know that I have some other sources of income. Call today for a free investing class at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. 
With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard Lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. It's automatic and systematic here on the Victory Hour. Every week, smart, plain talk on politics, Israel, and the law. This week, no different. We've been talking about Iran. We are now talking about respect and civility between our lawmakers. Those we sent to Washington, send to Washington, D.C. to do something. And what have they done? Well, very little. By the way, we are on from 4 to 5, talking politics, Israel, and the law every Sunday, 1280 a.m., The Patriot. But if you can't tune in, a couple of other ways to hear us on the Victory Hour. First, Freedom 1570, from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Every evening on Sunday, if you can't, Tune in from 4 to 5 and 1280 a.m. The Patriot. Freedom, 1570 a.m. Take out that number two pencil and yellow pad now because 651-289-4488, 651-289-4488 is the number to call and you can chime in on the issues of the day as we discuss further with Congressman Eric Paulson. Now, uh, let's let's hear about... Some of the stories, maybe that uh, one or two that Eric can tell us about ways in which he was able to reach across the aisle and who was whose hand was there for him to uh, shake or join uh, in passing legislation that was important because Eric was on the Ways and Means Committee. Yes, indeed. And in fact, he was a significant part of getting that tax deal done. It wasn't easy. It was, in fact, quite difficult, uh, and it now has paid unbelievable dividends for the United States of America and, frankly, for the world, because the stronger the U.S. is, the better it is for the world. Eric, what, uh, what say you about uh, some stories of reaching across the aisle? Yeah, you know, it's interesting, and these are things that... Uh... Uh, you know, as I look back, uh, some of the moments I had to spend time with some of my colleagues uh, um, actually talking about policy, which are kind of interesting. I, I remember getting a call from Ron, Ron Wyden. You know, he's a pretty liberal member oh, yeah. of the oh, United yeah. States Senate. He was in the House for a while and now, now in the Senate and, in, and uh, one of the, the high-ranking members of the uh, Finance Committee there. And he called and said, hey, we want to get a little gang of four of us together, you know, you and me and Peter Welch, a Democrat from Vermont. Um, and Johnny Isaacson, a conservative senator from Georgia. And the, and the four of us came up with a, a bill, some legislation for coordinated care uh, for seniors who had chronic conditions to actually do some reforms in Medicare and move the ball in a new direction. And Ron was kind of a big thinker, willing to buck the party line on a couple of issues. Um, traditionally, the Democrats would, would, would not want to buck. And we were able to come together with some legislation. And, and we actually sat down in corners of the Capitol um, and then we had our staff sit down in different corners of the Capitol, and they did this over the course of a couple of years where we actually were able to put forward some legislation. I'm convinced that some of those ideas are going to emerge um, 
as a consensus as, as need to be consensus driven as you know Medicare comes to uh, its own challenges uh, potentially going bankrupt even within a seven year time frame right now so you know there's some issues like that and I think of human trafficking you know even on the Ways and Means Committee we had oversight over foster care programs for instance a lot of human resources and welfare programs and I teamed up with Gwen Moore and Louise Slaughter some you know pretty liberal Democrats yes. from Wisconsin and New York, in, in New York. And, you know, based on my experiences, and this is probably some of the most meaningful work that I've done, um, help us help the victims uh, of this awful human and sex trafficking uh, that had really been growing very prevalently across the United States. And, and a lot of people didn't believe it at the time, but, it, you know, it, it impacted everyone in everyone's district, no matter if you're inner city, suburban or rural. Um, and we've started to make a dent by going after the bad guys. And and it's probably from some of us, you know, where we took the time. I remember a sting operation. I, I went with Minneapolis um, and some of the folks that were leaders in this area. And we sat in a hotel and we lured in one of the bad guys. And then we had sort of a street chase <laughs> down the street. Wow. Um, right off right off the Hyatt downtown off of Nicollet. And they chased him down to a Super America, made the arrest. And then we actually went and, and met with one of the victims who was up in the hotel room. And they actually convinced her to come forward and talk and testify and, and um kind of get a chance to get her her life and straightened out and back on her feet again and giving the victims the services they deserve. So very meaningful opportunities to make a difference working with folks on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, and making a difference, a real difference in people's lives. Certainly the human trafficking uh, legislation, uh, which was which was bipartisan, that you were a, a lead on, right. is a great example. But, you know, on economic policy, it becomes very difficult and, you know, Ron Wyden, you're absolutely right. I mean, he is, he is a left liberal from the state of Oregon. And, uh, you know, he, he did buck his leadership. And it may well be that one of the problems is it's very difficult. And, in fact, uh, a lot of members have no interest in bucking their leadership, uh, particularly in the House when you're dealing with Nancy Pelosi on the Democratic side. She just is, uh, you know, she doesn't stop, uh, and and she pulls all strings to get things done. We sure saw that with the Iran deal, uh, where right. uh, arms were bent, and boy, uh, they got some votes out of that Democratic Party, both in the uh, Senate and the House, that I would have never expected, and they pulled out all the stops to do it. Uh <laughs> Let me ask you, uh, Eric, let, let's turn to uh, Iran for a minute, uh, because I, I know you were a vocal opponent of the Iran deal. The president, uh, you know, courageously uh, tore up the Iran deal, uh, now has courageously said enough is enough to Iran. No more ignoring attacks. No more appeasement policy. The Jimmy Carter School of Foreign Policy, which Republican and Democrat president alike have pretty much followed. He is saying no more. What do you think that's going to result in? And, you know, you think it's the right direction? You know, look, I mean, a couple of things I think of right off the bat. First of all, you know, Iran's a self-declared enemy, you know, and you can't allow them to dictate our actions. You know, that's only going to encourage them to go after us more, go after our allies more aggressively. And I think what's most disappointing is, you know, it's understandable that some in the political class or some would have some questions about, you know, taking out 
Soleimani. And what happened? That's understandable. But it's not understandable that all those questions are being raised by Democrats. That is not understandable. And, you know, a lot of Democrats suggest that killing Soleimani will lead us into a war with Iran. Well, in fact, Soleimani and, you know, the Quds Force, they've been at war with the United States for years. And it's it's more likely that his death is going to diminish the chances of a wider conflict, I would argue. I'll tell you, there is no question in my mind Iran respects the United States more today than we than they uh, did a week ago. Right. And, right. and you know, it's 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 uh, no longer a free for all out there where they can just run their policy as they so choose. And we will send them billions upon billions of dollars uh, like President uh, Obama did. Uh Eric, what are you doing now? Uh, Congress uh, and your time and your service, public service, now behind you. What have uh, what have you been up to? Well, aside from just having a little bit more time to be a dad again with my girls uh, and, and, and being being around the house, I'm actually still engaged in, in some policy. I, I recently just finished being a co-chair of the past USMCA coalition, which is the new trade agreement that the president negotiated with Mexico and Canada, new, the new NAFTA 2.0. Um, it actually just passed the House, big bipartisan vote. Um, it's expected to pass the Senate in the near future. And I'm a big believer in a robust trade agenda and being engaged uh, in selling American services and products around the world. That's good news. And so that just wrapped up. And I'm also going to be embarking on a new uh, coalition work now for the Institute of Gene Therapies. Um, I did a lot with medical technology and medical innovation when I was in the house and focused a lot of attention on that. But this is the new area of medicine that is personalized by altering or changing genes to cure debilitating diseases and blood cancers. And so there's a handful of companies that came to me and said, hey, would you be willing to you know, speak on behalf of our issues, to moderate some panels, to drive some attention in this area of medicine that's going to be so important and impactful for patients in the years ahead. And it's a good way for me to stay involved. And uh, I'm going to be heading up and chairing that organization uh, in the near future. Outstanding. You know, we are very lucky. We are very lucky to have, you know, public servants like you, those who understand the difficult issues uh, that face us, public policy issues, to stand in and to continue to provide uh, their service. And, you know, we thank you very much. I'd like it if you could, Eric. Stay for a couple of minutes on the other side of the break. I want to talk for a minute with you about the MCA and how uh, that's really going to help business, not just here in Minnesota, but across the region. Uh, You know, folks, give us a call, 651-289-4488, if you want to join into the conversation. I will tell you, if we have time, we will try to get you on. Uh, We're going to continue our discussion with Eric Paulson on the other side of this short break. And and then I'm going to talk a little bit about the current status of the Democratic presidential nominating process. I'll give you my judgment of it. You'll want to hear it. Stay with us. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. 
Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. We are back. It's the Victory Hour with the Jackson 5. Yeah, you remember those days, don't you? Happy music. Some tough topics of discussion, but happy music with the Jackson 5 joining us on the Victory Hour this week. More importantly, we are joined by Congressman Eric Paulson. Uh, I will will tell you that uh, some of the important work that Eric did uh, paved the way on trade issues. He understands them. He's got, uh, being from the 3rd Congressional District, we have a long lineage of uh, free trade policy uh, positions 
as representing us in the 3rd Congressional District in Minnesota, dating back to Bill Frenzel, certainly, uh, and Jim Ramstad, and then Eric Paulson, and we're very lucky to have them. Eric, uh, tell us a little bit about what the benefits are going to be from the MCA that you uh, worked hard in a civil and respectful way to get bipartisan, full bipartisan support for. Yeah, you know, if you look at, you know, the new United States-Mexico-Canada agreement, this USMCA, it's, it's NAFTA 2.0, right? And the original NAFTA was done 25 years ago. The Internet didn't exist at that time. E-commerce didn't exist. And there's a new chapter now on digital trade that really focuses on ensuring uh, small businesses are going to be able to easily, more easily, use their e-commerce methods for selling goods and services uh, to both Mexico and Canada. That's really important on a fairness perspective. The data flows across country borders uh, without restrictions because that can be used in, from a protectionist matter that other countries have done. And and uh, there's a new chapter on small business. The first time ever an agreement has had a special chapter for small business. And it's important to a state like Minnesota because we've got 600,000 jobs that are tied directly to trade. And most of them are small business. It's not just the 3Ms and the Cargills that we think of or the General Mills. It's the small companies that are all a part of these integrated supply chains uh, these days. And, of course, Minnesota is an agriculture state, and as you know. And so yeah. this does move Canada now to open their markets for American milk and cheese and eggs and wheat and wine where they've been very unfairly uh, restrictive in the past. So it's all good for promoting more jobs, uh, which is also, I think, going to lay the groundwork for a North American agreement now to leverage our ability to take on some of China's unfair practices, uh, which is important for the future of the world. Yeah, no question it is. And we have the right president uh, in place to do that. He has been very strong uh, on trade, although uh, not free trade, as he's used the weapon of tariffs, as everyone has been talking about. But frankly, that may be the vehicle that has opened the door for getting rid of an old, tired NAFTA and creating the MCA. But it only happened because of respectful and Civil discourse across the aisle, getting it done. I note that very little, if anything, got done on a bipartisan basis when Obama was in office. Yes, that's correct. (laughs) Well, I will tell you, uh, Eric, I want to thank you very much for being with us on the Victory Hour. Good luck going forward. It sounds like uh, very uh, interesting uh, things that you've been working on and are going to be working on over the next uh, several years, and we're going to stay in touch. Hopefully, you know, we can get get you back into elected uh, office because you were one of the best and the brightest uh, as we well, talk about on the Victory Hour. Well, you're very kind, and I look forward to joining you again on the show in the near future. Thank you very much, Eric. Eric Paulson, 3rd District Congressman, representing the 3rd for a full decade Joining us on the Victory Hour, I now uh, I just want to finish up a comment that I was making about uh, Iran policy, starting with Jimmy Carter and presidents of both parties uh, really falling into the trap of of ignoring reality, ignoring what was done by the terrorist regime of Iran, and engaging a policy of appeasement following Western Europe 
uh, like a dog being dragged by a leash by Western Europe rather than taking a leadership position as it relates to Iran. And it really culminated in one of the worst deals of foreign policy ever put together in the history of the United States, the Iran deal. Uh, But in addition to that, I also mentioned that Jimmy Carter created a second false narrative, and that relates to the state of Israel. He formed the basis of U.S. Middle East policy on Israel and the so-called concept of occupation came out of the Jimmy Carter administration. The United States didn't view Jewish living in what is called the territories as occupation. It was largely Carter's hostility toward the Jewish state. His administration was the first to call Israel's control over Judea and Samaria, lands that the Jews have hailed as their homeland for thousands of years, to call it an occupation. And this was determined through a 1978 memo authored by Arthur Hansel, the State Department's legal advisor, that the mere existence of Israeli communities in Judea and Samaria, which people call the West Bank, constituted a breach of international law, which is bull. It's just a specious interpretation of the Fourth Geneva Convention. And it had no basis in actual international law, yet it was struck in this memo of 1978. Carter carried it forward. He demand, he, he required that all of his press releases and statements made by press secretary use the term occupation by Israel. Now, the Reagan administration came in. And they refused to adopt the concept of violation of international law. But Reagan did adopt other narratives of Jimmy Carter, including using the word occupation and including turning a blind eye to Iran's responsibility for terror attacks, including the U.S. Embassy attack in 83 the Marine Barracks attack in 83. So I'm telling you, it's both sides, both parties. Well, those days are over. Done. As this president is writing a new script. And as I said, the Iranians respect the United States more today than they ever have, and certainly more than they did even a week ago. We'll be back next week. You make sure to tune in. Four to five for Smart Plane Talk. Until then, have a great week. Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Don't you love that feeling when you've just nailed your look? When someone you barely even know comes up to you and says, oh, I love that outfit. Where did you get it? That's how it feels to use Stitch Fix. They're a personal styling service. Tell them what you love, and they send great clothes for you to try on at home. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes.
tell them about the brands you love and the looks that make you feel great. Stitch Fix is convenient. Get everything delivered right to you. So you can try on new styles in the comfort of your own home. Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to fit your budget. There's no subscription required, ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you started nailing your look? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for women, men, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. AM 12.